The views and opinions expressed in this program are those of the guests and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the hosts and creators of this program. This is the Pet Buzz. This is the Pet Buzz. Freshly collected with news, celebrity pet gossip, and the latest pet trends. The Pet Buzz gives you the latest 411 on everything pet related. Everything pet related. Hosted by pet trendologist Charlotte Reed and Dr. Michael Fleck. And here's the Dynamic, Dynamic Pet, pet Duo. Duo. You are listening to the Pet Buzz, the ultimate in pet talk radio. So we're going to start the show up with my weekly musings. So as an expert, a lot of times somebody will ask me if I can respond to a specific topic or question. Well, this past week I answered a media query about how to get through TSA quickly when traveling. Well, since I travel with my four-legged friend all the time or my four-legged family member, I knew I had to write about getting through TSA quickly with my dog. So I'm going to give you guys a few tips. So generally, when traveling with Ty or one of my other dogs, I travel with my dog or he's carried in a Sherpa bag. Well, prior to traveling, I make sure he's really comfortable. I actually line the bag with a bath mat, and then I put a really nice, clean, cozy blanket on top of that bath mat. And this is a sidebar. I want to thank Sherpa for sending me a brand new, gorgeous travel bag. And then there's a pocket in the Sherpa bag. So I carry all the paperwork in the pocket. Should I need to deal with an airline employee uh, anytime during my travel? If you remember a few weeks ago, we had the National Association of Professional Organizers on or NAPO. She said, when you're dealing with something, put it where you're most likely going to deal with it. So paperwork in the bag. I also have a folding water bowl attached to my bag. And when it's my turn to go through security and, you know, push everything through that little conveyor belt, I actually take the the leash and collar off the dog. Or generally what I normally do is I bring the leash and collar, I put it in the bag with the dog, and I don't have the dog wear it. This way it's a lot easier and faster to get the dog out of the bag because that leash and collar is definitely going to go off with the metal detector or the scanner. So once I go through security, I immediately put it back on my dog. But in the meantime, before the Sherpa bag goes through the conveyor belt scanner, I put my hat, my coat, my purse in the Sherpa bag so that it can be scanned or x-rayed. I don't like to put anything really in the bins because they're super dirty. And this ensures that my outer clothing and my purse can stay clean and not gritty and gross. So the other thing is I also hold my dog really tight as I walk through just so I have him close And then I walk slowly so I won't drop him. And then once I get through the other side, I take my stuff out of the bag. The first thing I do is leash up my dog and put him back in the bag. And then I put my clothing on and grab my other stuff and then finish up my trek through security. Now, here's the key. So many of you are cat owners and you travel with cats. So if I was traveling with a cat, then what I would do in my purse, I would bring a laundry bag or one of those 99 cent TJ Maxx bags, I would put all my stuff in the laundry bag or the TJ Maxx bag, as I mentioned, my purse, my outer, my hat, whatever, because I never use those dirty bins. I want to emphasize that they're filthy. And then I never put my stuff in the bag, the Sherpa bag where my cat is, because cats have a tendency to pee. 
So that's why I line it up. You know, there are layers of comfort for the cat, but really it's layers so that if he pees, I can just take out like the top or whatever. I put a little bit of plastic between the blankets. So that way I can just take everything up, bundle it, either throw it out or keep it in a bag and wash it. Now, here's the thing. When traveling with a cat, you want to make sure he's wearing a soft-sided harness and collar attachment and leash attachment so that if, you know, he has the collar, make sure there's it's plastic. There's no metal on the collar. And then the harness has a leash attachment with it. You want to make sure he's wearing a harness because you don't want to drop your cat. You don't want to have him running all over that TSA area. I've seen it happen so many times and it's a total hot mess. Everyone's trying to run around and catch the cat. And a lot of people have missed their flights when traveling with cats just because that has happened. Okay. And of course, if you're TSA approved, TSA pre-check, you're ready to go. So happy travels, happy travelers. Okay. So now let's get down with the weekly countdown. In segment four, we're talking with Jennifer Joyce of Spot on Virtual Smart Fence about the growing pet tech market. She's going to talk to us about doing your research before you buy some of the most popular products. In seg three, Crystal Murray class, the winner of the 144 annual Westminster Kennel Club dog show is going to join us to talk about her win with Siva, the black standard poodle. And two, this is where we get to dish about celebrities and notables like astronaut Christina Koch and, of course, their pets and talk about flex facts. One, and just so you know, the Animal Legal Defense Fund's National Justice Week for Animals is held February 23rd to the 29th, and it's an annual event dedicated to raising public awareness about animal abuse, how to report it, how to work within your community to create stronger laws and ensure tougher enforcement. Joining us today is David Rosengard, staff attorney for the Animal Legal Defense Fund. Hello, David, and welcome back to the Pet Buzz. Hello. Great to be back with you. So why is National Justice for Animals Week so important? So what we try to do with National Justice for Animals Week is raise public awareness about animal cruelty and the issues that surround that so that we can get to better solutions and also honor those who are already working to make that happen. So it's about better laws, better follow-through on those laws, and honoring the people who care for all the animals involved. So, you know, over the years, the Animal Legal Defense Fund utilized animals as representatives who received justice with your organization's help. I remember last year, it was a very special horse, correct? It was, Justice the Horse. Yes, Justice the Horse. So this year, you guys are mixing it up. Talk to us about this year's representatives. So the representative this year is a duck named Chuck. Really? Uh, a duck named Chuck. Um, and that, that is the name that the rescue that took him in gave him. Um, and who are we to, to tell Chuck that he needs a new name? So we go with the alliteration. And Chuck is a survivor of a, a really rough boarding case out of Tennessee. Uh, he was found living in a cage with a, a fellow duck who had died with no food. He was emaciated, dehydrated, nearly dead. And there were about 150 other animals on the scene in similar situations, um, raising, ranging from goats to ferrets to dogs and cats, bunnies, the whole range. And so Chuck is our representative for a few reasons. One, his case really details how 
a group of dedicated volunteers can come together with support to get animals out of this situation and how law enforcement officials can act to save animals from that kind of scenario. But also Chuck was part of a really interesting legal case that uh, has pretty dramatic precedent, uh, certainly in Tennessee and, and possibly for the rest of the country. If you've just joined us, we're talking with David Rosengard about Animal Legal Defense Fund's National Justice for Animals Week. So, David, can you just review for us some of the signs of animal abuse, neglect, cruelty? Sure. Untreated wounds or illnesses are a great sign, regardless of how an animal got hurt or got sick. If we're caring for our animals, we want them to get the help they need to get better. So if that's not happening, that's a good sign that something's going awry. Uh, similarly, inexplicable wounds um, or injuries, if there's no explanation, decide that something is, is hidden, and that also is pretty concerning. And that would include dramatic and unexplained weight loss. But I think the takeaway here is that there are a lot of different kinds of animal cruelty. And rather than give you a multi-page checklist, I would just say, if our listeners see something that concerns them, they should say something. They should report that to law enforcement. They should report it to their local humane officers because the animals can't speak for themselves. And every one of my pet clients will totally agree with you on that. So, David, thanks so much for joining us today on the Pet Buzz. Always a pleasure. Thank you. Well, that was David Rosengard, staff attorney for the Animal Legal Defense Fund, discussing National Justice for Animals Week. To learn more about this Awareness Week, which is held February 23rd to 29th, Check out ALDF.org. That's Animal Legal Defense Fund, ALDF.org. Okay, up next, we're talking about an astronaut reunited with her dog after, get this, a year in space. Stay tuned. You are listening to The Pet Buzz with pet trendologist Charlotte Reed and veterinarian Dr. Michael Fleck. We would love to communicate with you via social media. Use the Pet Buzz social media channels on Twitter and Facebook to make a comment or ask a question. Post a picture of your pet on Instagram and tell us about his or her unique personality. You can also write to us at team at thepetbuzz.com. For more information about our show, our guests, and buzzworthy freebies, visit us at thepetbuzz.com. I want to be a contender. I want a warm belly to sleep on. A big house. How do I look? Do, do I look good? I want to play hard. My nails done. Once a month. I want. I want. I want a home. I just want a home. I want someone to love. Last year, more than 30,000 companion animals came to us without homes. 20,000 of them were felines. Let's make some homes. A person is the best thing to happen to a shelter pet. Be that person. Adopt. Does your pet have dry, flaky, and itchy skin? Do you find yourself visiting the veterinarian repeatedly because Fido or Fluffy has skin allergies or ear infections? I love animals and want my pets to be healthy. So I asked our vet who recommended EpiPet Ear Cleaner. It's super simple and it even smells good. Every week I use it on both my dog and my cat to gently remove wax and debris. (laughs) I even told my friend Aiden to try EpiPet on his dog Sophie who always had red ears. But not anymore. Now we both have happy and healthy pets. Thanks, EpiPet. Developed by a veterinarian, 
EpiPed is a revolutionary, high-performance skin and ear care product line made with the finest natural ingredients. EpiPed, for you and your pet, means better pet health. For more information, visit epi-pet.com. Thank you so much for joining us on the Pet Buzz this morning. This show is hosted by the Dynamic Pet Duo, and I'm pet trendologist Charlotte Reed. So let's kick off this segment with Celebrity Pet News. You know, after nearly a full year in space, astronaut Christina Koch had a very special reunion with one of her family members. The 41-year-old space explorer shared a video the moment she was reunited with her dog after her 328 day, can you imagine 328 days, her stay at the International Space Station? I can't imagine being away from your dog for that long a period of time. So she said she was not sure who was more excited. She was glad that the dog remembered her after a year. I'm not surprised. Dogs can remember you. You hear these stories about dogs who go missing. Five years later, they come back home. They were excited to see their owners. Or even, you know, what may always makes me cry, you guys. What makes me cry are those army videos when the, the, um, the member of the army or other branch of the military comes home and the dog sees them and cries and just carries on. And they both are lying in the front yard like rolling over on each other. Those always make me cry. I really have to admit that. Okay. Well, she was so glad that her dog remembered her after a year. And she wrote in a caption for the video that she shared on Instagram and Twitter. And I'm going to make sure I post that on our social media channels. In the video, Koch's pup can be seen excitedly pawing at the door as she approaches. When the door is open, the dog immediately rushes into her arms. And she's like, hi, baby girl. It's so sweet. The pooch is barking and jumping and licking Koch. And, you know, and she's laughing. And it's just, it's so touching. It's interesting because Koch's time in space was history making. After she hit 289 days Five hours and one minute in space, she broke the previous record set by Peggy Whitstone, giving her the record for the longest space flight by a woman in history. So I think that's really interesting. So maybe, you know, you have to balance out, you know, the sacrifice that you want to make. So let's move on with Flex Facts. Welcome to Just the Facts. Just the Facts. Fact or fiction? Just the Facts, ma'am. You want answers. I want the truth. It's going to take long. You got the time. Hey, did you know that most dogs suffer from periodontal disease by the time they are three years and cats by the time they are four years old? As February is National Pet Dental Health Month, it is important to note that less than only 4% of dog and cat owners brush their pet's teeth on a daily basis, despite recommendations from their veterinarians. Charlotte Reed is here to give us some tips and tricks to help better care for our pet dental health. So, Charlotte, why don't pet owners brush their pet's teeth? You know, I think that's a great question. I don't think they brush their pet's teeth, not because their vet doesn't recommend it on every visit or every little visit or time they go to the vet. I think it's just really difficult for them. And pet owners don't want to put their dog through 
any harsh or what they feel is inhumane treatment. So they just kind of let it slide by. You know what I mean? They let it slide by. They also just think it's very difficult to do. So consequently, they don't do it. So what's new in dental care products? Well, you know, it's interesting. So the newest thing is time-release products. So just like people, our fur kids obviously need good oral hygiene. But like we talked about, it's complicated because pets resist brushing. So Vitality Oral Gel takes away that obstacle to good oral hygiene for pets. You apply it once a week. And the best part is there's no brushing. So there's no struggling. So the patented Prolong technology actually adheres to your pet's gums and slowly releases the active ingredients over time, keeping your pet's mouth clean and fresh for up to a week. And the gel also helps to whiten teeth, fights plaque and tartar, and also battles bad breath. And you can learn more about it at PetSmart.com and Amazon. And it'll be out in March. Sounds like a thing that we have to try. Yeah, definitely. It's like time-release med, so why not? So do pet water additive products help in our struggle to care for our dog's teeth? Absolutely. So a product that I like is called Oratine. It's another brushless product, oral care product, that a lot of vets recommend, and it's easy to care for your dog or cat's oral health. So it's safe for both dogs and cats, and it's great if you are in a multi-pet or multi-species household. So both the water additive product and the breath freshening product feature a patented enzyme formulation to work without brushing. So they both make plaque unable to adhere to tooth surfaces and eliminate the bacteria that causes bad breath. They're really safe for any age pet, and they're especially beneficial to pets who have hang tongue, like Ty. You've all seen Ty's tongue sticks out, as well as pets that are on medication because conditions like hang tongue and the taking of meds like antihistamines, anxiety meds, or pain medication can affect the quality of a pet's saliva. I know for me, I take meds because I'm a diabetic and I have constantly fighting with dry mouth. I brush my teeth and gargle more than ever. So with the water additive, you add two pumps to four cups of fresh water daily in the bowl and the breath freshening spray has a gentle mister. And you spray it right on the teeth and gums daily, and it really helps with the bad breath. Believe it or not, one bottle, check this out, Dr. Fleck, will yield approximately 900 pumps. So Oratine products can be purchased through your veterinarian, at a local pet specialty store, and on online retailers. Another new option, therefore, for pet owners to consider. Yeah. So what about pet dental dog treats? Well, you know, everybody likes fresh kisses, and Merrick Fresh Kisses are an innovative all-natural dental treat designed not only to clean a dog's teeth, but to freshen the mouth or freshen the breath at the same time. So the dental treats feature a double brush design, so one on the front, one on the back, and really, they help clean the teeth by removing the plaque and tartar, doing the chewing action of the treat. And you know what I like here? Sniff this. Mm. Oh, yeah. You, you smell yeah, it? Sure. So you can sniff the difference in the treats because they're made with all natural ingredients. This one is uh, coconut formulated. And really, like I said, they're formulated to freshen the breath in two flavors. So when if you're following me on my dental health pet tour, if you're in Columbus or Detroit, there's always offerings at local pet stores. So follow me on my pet dental tour on social media, and then you'll know where to go to maybe win some free bags of pet kisses, or you'll even know how to enter to win for a year. Not bad, huh? That is great. Do you have any more little tidbits for us about dental care? Yeah, I mean, even though it's Pet Dental Health Month in February, pet dental care should be 
all year round care. Absolutely. So let's leave it at that. Great information. Up next, the I Like You of the Week. Yeah, it's really the I Like You is funny. It really has to do, get this, with Kevin Costner. Oh, interesting. My name is Mike Ruiz, and I was born and raised in Montreal, Canada, and now I live in New Jersey. The thing that made me fall in love with Oliver was the very first time I met him, he was being fostered by a friend of mine whom I was visiting. I opened the door to my friend's house, and Oliver came running up to me, sat at my feet, and looked up at me with the most beautiful, big, brown, soulful eyes. And within 24 hours, I had filled out all the paperwork, and Oliver was my son. I've experienced a lot of discrimination with Oliver. We would walk down the street and people would literally cross the street. We you know when they would see us coming, you know, they saw like a menacing pit bull type dog. It just found it so baffling because Oliver was the sweetest, gentlest creature that I've ever met in my entire life. Sadly, I lost Oliver in August of 2018. I wanted to commemorate him in a way that was very meaningful. So I got this tattoo of him. It's just such an amazing thing. Knowing that I carry him in my heart, I now carry him on my arm. My name is Mike Ruiz, and Oliver and I are individuals. Often should you bathe your pet? Well, I'm pet trendologist Charlotte Reed, and I'm asked that question often. How often you should wash your dog depends on a number of factors, including his health, breed, coat, and activity level, as well as where these activities are taking place. Dogs who spend days outside rolling in things are going to need a bath far more often than the ones who spend most of their time on the couch. Or you can always take the smell test. If your dog walks into the room and you can smell them, it's time for a bath. Make sure when it's time for a bath, you gather up all the supplies, including a non-slip mat and plenty of towels. Use shampoo formulated for dogs and turn your cell phone off to avoid distraction. And if you have a dog that hates getting a bath, smear some peanut butter on the bathtub wall and let him lick it off while you bathe him. Then he'll know bathing can really be a treat. Welcome back. You're listening to the Pet Buzz, the best in pet talk radio, and I'm petrondologist Charlotte Reed. So my likey of the week, it's a dog toy, but my dogs don't play with it because it's mine. That's the way it has to be because that's the way I like it. It's genius. I like it. I love it so much. I like it. It's to die for. I like it. Okay, so I love, I a few a few months ago when I was in Vegas, I was in the PetSmart there in Henderson and I fell in love with this top paw. That's their store brand, extra large rope cowboy toy. So I have to admit that I bought it. I bought this very large PetSmart toy for me, not for my dogs. And the reason I bought it, the reason I bought this cowboy now, don't let your mind wander into anything, you know, down the wrong path. I bought this plush toy because it reminded me of young Kevin Costner's character played by Josh Lucas in Yellowstone. And really, it was funny because I bought it because my friend Sasha, he's a bartender at one of my uh, favorite pizza joints in town. And we both love that show Yellowstone. It's a par- it's on the Paramount Pictures channel. I don't know if it's amazing. We're waiting. Sasha and I are waiting for season three. But um, I don't let my dogs play with it. Because it just reminds me of Yellowstone. So it's really funny. Here's a message for Paramount. Hurry up. 
and get Yellowstone back on air. And you know what would be a great idea, which is so funny? You know, generally it's Montana. There, We see dogs in the series, but they're working dogs. Nobody in the house has a dog, which is really, really strange. So put some dogs in the house, uh, Paramount or the production studio or Kevin Costner. I think he's directing and producing it, but they need to have some dogs in that show. But the characters are so involved and intense. It's just super drama in itself. If you have a chance, you're going to love it. Okay. So yes, she's big. She's black and she's beautiful. It's grand champion stone run afternoon tea. That's her fancy, you know, AKC name. We just call her Siba. And she was the winner of the 144th Westminster Kennel Club dog show. And joining us today is her handler, Crystal Mary Class, to talk about her win and the dog she handles. So welcome to the Pet Buzz, Crystal. Hi. Well, I have to say congratulations because that was a fantastic win. And you know the best part of it? You were standing right in front of me for best in show lineup for my seat. So I just love the fact that I got to see your dog up close and personal. And then here's the other thing that was so funny for me. I actually have a picture of you and me and your dog. You were grooming Seba and I came by mm-hmm. and I took a picture and you started telling me about your two-year-old. So oh, I'm going to, I'm going to send that to you. That's why I kind of, it was like kind of super special for me. Cause I just, I like picked you out of like all the poodles that I saw. You were standing like by yourself, kind of fluffing her up. And I'm thinking, oh, she looks nice and quiet. And I don't expect you to stop <laughs> because I was doing this crazy social media project where I was trying to photograph all these dogs. I got, right. I got most of them done. I have to confess. I didn't do all of them. By the third day, I was exhausted. Okay. So here's my first question. What was the first thing you thought of when you heard your name being called as the winner of the 144th Westminster Kennel Club Dog Show? So I'm probably supposed to have a really good answer to that. But in all honesty, I keep thinking back to that moment and my mind just went blank. I just kept thinking, that can't be right. (laughs) There's no way. It didn't really just happen. You know, later on, it obviously set in and, you know, I'm so proud of her. I just, I'm still relatively, um, you know, I've only been in this country for eight years. So I still think that there's just no way I could ever reach that, that position. Okay. First, everyone, we have to clear this up. Uh, Crystal is Canadian, right? Crystal? Okay. So it's not like we're not getting into any politics or any issues or anything like that. (laughs) So, um, okay. So do you think Seba knew she won? Seba always is happy when someone's been pointed to because she knows that, you know, um, she gets her treat then and I usually like give her a hug and whether we win or lose. So with the energy there and everyone coming over, she had to have known something really special happened. She was already so on top of her game and on edge just from the environment there, the, the energy, all the people clapping and cheering. So, I mean, that's so exciting for any dog there. Absolutely any dog. But you know, the nice thing is you both were chill. Like that was the thing that I loved. You both were super, super chill. You were like digging each other. You were loving her. She was loving you. You know, it's funny because every year I always get questions from other journalists and people say, why is it that you don't sit in the press section with us? And I always say, well, there's a few things. Number one, I've always bring clients to the dog show, which I did this year. 
But the other thing is, I can't see or hear anything that goes on in the ring. So for the thousands of dollars that I pay for my tickets, I make up for it by actually being able to see you guys, you handlers, you breeder owner handlers, you, you know, everybody, I should say, and or in the ring with your dogs. And I hear you talking to the dogs. So for me, that's my inside scoop. So to me, it's worth it. You'll see all of us with that connection to our dogs. Every single person in there loves their dog. Absolutely. And, you know, some people were a little bit more serious. Some people were having fun. Okay. So here's the question for me that I wanted. First thing I want to know, and I think everybody wants to know, what is SIBO? Like, what does that mean? Is that a made up name? Does it mean something? Is it some language I don't know? Um, actually, it's a language I don't know. Um, I didn't name her. Her breeder named her. And, uh, she had a, a good friend and she asked him once what he, he comes from another country and speaks another, a second language. And she asked him what the most beautiful word was in his language. And he said, Siba. So she got named Siba. And I really should look it up one of these days. <laughs> I don't know what language it is. Well, we are going to find out before this is over. I can tell you that. Okay. So Siba, it is a, it is a very pretty sounding name. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We show a lot of dogs. This is what we do for a living and we love all of them, but, um, we get a lot of repeat names and, uh, it's kind of fun showing a dog that I've never shown another Siba before. Um, I've actually never even heard of another Siba before. So it's kind of neat that she's unique that way. Absolutely. Okay. And when you say we, you mean you and your husband, because we got to get him in there because you guys are such a team. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, one of the most interesting things, I think when I see the show, when I see all the hubbub and, you know, all the press around the winning dog, I actually went and I spoke to Commander Slay during that Mm -hmm. initial photo session on the floor of you know, Madison Square Garden and every, you don't imagine, like everyone was, the club was behind you, all these reporters, all the flashing lights are going off. So I just slipped over and talked to Commander Slay and I asked him what his opinion of your dog was. And he said that your dog was sound, beautiful and elegant. And I thought that was such a nice thing to say. He goes, there was, you know, the choice was very clear in his mind. So share your comments about that. Well, one, that's that's great to hear that because um, everything was so rushed. I haven't actually had a chance to, to talk to him really yet. I mean, I can't really comment on, on another person's uh, opinion of a dog, but I will say I've in, in the last couple of years we've shown her, those have been some of the common words we've heard to describe her. So I think she must really exude that. I think so, too. Well. I'm glad that you were able to take some time out. I know you're tired because it was a big show. And of course you won. That's exhausting in itself. All the interviews and everyone congratulating your friends and family and the list goes on. Mm-hmm. And um, so what's next for you, Crystal Mari Koss? <laughs> uh, well, my husband and my son and I needed a break. <laughs> so we have actually booked a, a trip to Paris for next week. We'll be gone a little over a week and, you know, we've been just going nonstop with, with showing Siva and getting her prepared for this and everything else. So now, now it's some us time and, uh, I'm really looking forward to that. Awesome. No Disneyland for America's new favorite dog, 
an awesome handler, just Paris. Well, there's more pet buzz, including new information about dogs understanding speech. So keep talking to your dog and I'll be right back. You are listening to The Pet Buzz with pet trendologist Charlotte Reed and veterinarian Dr. Michael Fleck. We would love to communicate with you via social media. Use The Pet Buzz social media channels on Twitter and Facebook to make a comment or ask a question. Post a picture of your pet on Instagram and tell us about his or her unique personality. You can also write to us at team at thepetbuzz.com. For more information about our show, our guests, and buzzworthy freebies, visit us at thepetbuzz.com. Hey, did you know 2.4 million loving cats and dogs in shelters and rescues need our help to find a home? Let's go to the shelterpetproject.org and meet a few are in a shelter near you. Harlow. Oh, she's one great listener who loves to hear all your stories. My kind of cat. Shrulo is a sweet, goofy boy who's eager to please. Sounds just like another dog I know. So go to the shelterpetproject.org, search your local shelters and rescues, and go for a cuddle with your next best friend. Adopt. Welcome back. You're listening to the Pet Buzz, the best in pet talk radio. I'm pet trendologist Charlotte Reed. And I'm veterinarian Dr. Michael Fleck. We're urban. Suburban. And and country. country. That's our demographic. We have people who listen to us from all over the United States, actually all over the world. And now for Global Pet News. And now, Pet Buzz News from around the globe. If you own a dog, then you already know that talking to them is pretty normal. I talk to all my dogs. So a recent study by researchers from Hungary's Itovas Lorand University is telling us that our pet pooches understand our words more than we think they do. So in Hungary, these researchers from the university told us that dogs understand human language better than thought. The scientists have concluded that not only do animals comprehend the tone of human speech, but they also understand the words as much as we humans can. So dogs use their right brain hemisphere for processing language and the left one to analyze intonation. I think that's so cool. Their brain activity showed that they can actually tell the difference between the meaning of the distinct words and the sounds. So I'm going to share that article and video on social media channels so you can learn more. I think it's totally fascinating. Okay, our next guest is waiting for us. Pet tech is a rapidly growing market. While smart pet products remain a small part of the pet durables market with sales of about 565 million, that was recorded in 2018, but by 2023, sales are expected to reach one billion dollars. Isn't that incredible, Dr. Fletch? That's totally incredible. What a what a movement. That's such a positive thing. And joining us today is Jennifer Joyce, president of Spot On Virtual Smart Fence. I'm excited that she's going to be here to talk about this, aren't you? I'm really excited she's going to be here to talk about this. Yes. Jennifer, welcome to the Pet Buzz today. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Hey, before we get started, talk to us about Spot On. 
What is it and how does it benefit pet owners? So spot on is a virtual fence that really enables you to let your dog run off leash anywhere you want, but you can still contain them and have the peace of mind that they're in a safe space. So it's really the invisible fence reinvented and an invisible fence that can travel with you. So unlike a buried wire solution where you have to dig a trench and bury a wire, our system uses GPS on a collar that determines the location of your dog and keeps them contained in any space you define, whether that's your backyard, a dog park, a campground, your mom's house, anywhere. So it really allows pet owners these days who travel so much more with their dogs than they ever have to, to take the containment and keep their dog safe anywhere they go. You know, I'm going to interject for a second because Spot On is so fantastic that actually in its memory, it'll hold up to, what is it, 10 locations now? Yes, 10 maps. Yes. So 10 maps. So, and all you have to do is take the collar and walk around the perimeter. Isn't that amazing? It's totally amazing. And whether we go to our summer house, our winter house, the beach house. What summer house? What, wait a minute. What, 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 what house are you talking about? <laughs> well, the imaginary one oh, that I'm going to use yeah, for one, my 10 locations. The one we talk about all the time. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. So now that the fantasy little trip is yes, over. Yes, yes. So, um, so Jen, why do you think so many pet owners are now embracing pet technology? Well, it really is a natural evolution as everyone becomes more connected in general in their lives, you know, from communication to fitness tracking to even the smart connected home. So now we did a survey recently and 98% of dog owners consider their dogs to be another member of the family. So essentially we're connecting, you know, that last member of the family through technology. So there's a lot, there are a lot of products now that just make it more convenient for humans and better for dogs. So, for example, you have the doggy doors that automatically open and close or the automatic feeders or waterers or um, photo technology that allows you to talk to your dog while you're at work and to observe what they're doing. So, really, it's just an extension of the smart home and all of us being more connected. Along with that, then, so why does Spot On think it's so important to be connected with our pets? Well, just like our children or other loved members of our family, the dog is part of the family. So the technology is really really allowing us to help dogs live their best life, to make sure they're safe, um, to keep tags on them. So, you know, we know from our survey that 56% of dog owners say they expect if someone's taking care of their dog to be sending texts or photos or information about what their dog ate. So in the same way, all of these technologies are just allowing us to make sure that our dog is living a happy, happy, healthy life. You know, it's funny. I don't know if you heard this, but Jennifer said tabs on our dogs, not tags on our dogs. But it's really <laughs> important to have tags and keep tabs. It sure is. Because, you know, if I had spot on when Hammy disappeared, oh. I would actually, I know, because yeah. you know, Jennifer, my dog ran away. Yes. He got out of the fence. And I say this all the time when I talk about your product. If he had spot on. I would have found him lickety split because one of the best things about that collar is that I would get drive-by-drive instructions after the first email drop that he was out of the barrier, which is our backyard. If for no other reason, this is what pet owners should have as part of their armamentarium for their pet. Well, if you've just joined us, we're talking with Jennifer Joyce, president of Spot on Virtual Smart Fence, a GPS and virtual fencing system for pets. Okay, so here's my question. Although products have an upfront cost to purchase, do they save money in the long run? 
Well, it's important to do research on products be- beforehand to understand sort of what the purpose that you're purchasing it for, the cost, and sort of the long-term investment. I think the great thing about most of these tech products is they really are helping support the health and well-being of your pet. So in the long run, that should really save you money on vet bills and also just the heartache of, you know, having an ill pet. Um, really, one of the benefits that we see from Spot On is that it's allowing people to let their dogs really run free and run larger spaces and not have to be on the leash all the time, which certainly leads to better heart health, um, a happier mentally dog, um, and a dog that just is living its best life. That is wonderful. So how do high-tech solutions contribute to longer, healthier pet lives? So again, I think it's it's similar. It's it's the ability, for example, the fitness trackers enable you to understand how much exercise your dog's getting and either you know increase or decrease that exercise. The other tech solutions around feeding and watering enable you to optimize the amount of food that the dog is eating. The cameras allow you to you know monitor them, make sure they're not getting in trouble. So a lot of these connected <laughs> solutions really are to make sure your dog is behaving and and is living health healthfully. You know, the other thing I think is really important too, if you have an older dog or you have a dog that you're noticing behavioral changes in when you get home, maybe you didn't have a chance to check in that day. When you kind of, when you look at the information, the data, which is most important, why, why most people in some cases want these products. And yes, they are, they are expensive. I mean, they're not, you know, a hundred bucks, sometimes they're anywhere from 300 to 15. You, you able to see the data that maybe your pet is drinking more, an older pet. Maybe he's not eating as much. Dementia. Right. Exactly. Signs. Or maybe right. you are checking in on the camera and you see your older dog barking and there's no one there sitting in the middle of the kitchen or just kind of walking mm-hmm. in circles. Mm-hmm. So I think it's, it's important to think. And also like for me, the fact that I did pay for Hammy to come back, I gave a reward and I got him back really quickly. The anguish for six or seven hours would be totally worth it's the money. Yeah, it's unbearable. it's unbearable. So you yeah. can't, you know, you have to kind of, it's like you have to think about how much is your time worth? I, I mean, and then you think moving forward is what are these products going to save you in the long run? A healthier, safe pet who's home with you because he is a family member. Well, Jennifer. We're really excited about your products, and we really thank you for joining us today to share some of the information. Thank you so much for having us. That was Jennifer Joyce from Spot on Virtual Smart Fencing discussing pet tech trends in pet care. As always, it's too soon to wrap the show, but before we go, we want to give you a preview for next week's show. So next week, we're talking about how pets can play a vital role in helping to address the societal challenges of loneliness and social isolation. Also, we're going to talk about World Spay Day and information that affects when you should spay and or neuter your dog. Well, first up, special thanks to our guests, David Rosengard, Crystal Murray Kloss, and Jennifer Joyce. And of course, we must always thank our sponsors, the Animal Medical Center of Bradenton and EpiPet, making better skin-coated ear care products for healthier pets everywhere. Now, you know what I'm going to say. If you have a question, write us at team at petbuzz.com. We'll cover it on next week's show. And if you've missed any portion of this show, visit our social media channels as well as your favorite streaming channel and listen to the linked podcast on Monday morning. But most importantly, remember, we're here each week to help you take better care of your pets. Peace out and pet love, everybody. 
Goodbye. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Pet Buzz. The Pet Buzz is hosted by the dynamic pet duo, pet trendologist Charlotte Reed and Dr. Michael Fleck. Tune in each week for the latest 411 on everything pet related. Visit our website at www.thepetbuzz.com. Learn more about us, the show, and our guests.